Welcome to the Fiercely Visible CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Wharton. Join me as we dive into how to become a widely in-demand CEO that prioritizes balance between life and business, isn't afraid of making the scary decisions that get you results you actually care about, and unapologetically breaks the rules to build the business and life of your dreams. I attended a networking call today for Latinas, which was a lot of freaking fun. And we were all talking about the different goals and aspirations that we had for 2023. And the coolest thing for me to experience in that was the fact that so many people on this call were talking about how they want to make visibility a skill for the new year. They want to get more visible. They want to feel more confident. They want to be able to connect with even more people and create more impact. But as we were having these conversations, there was, understandably so, there were fears that were coming up. And this inspired me to create some content around how to address and overcome the fear of being visible. Now, if being visible is a goal for you as well in the coming year, the coming months, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram right freaking now and let me know what's been going on through your head, what's holding you back or what's making you super freaking excited about becoming more visible because clearly I get freaking inspired when people talk about visibility. So I would love to create more content that's going to support you in your journey to becoming more visible. So let's freaking talk about it. The first thing you want to do when it comes to getting past the fear of becoming more visible is to be able to pinpoint the fear itself. Where is it coming from? What's actually coming up for you? Is it the feeling that you're not enough or that you're not professional enough and desirable in order to speak on a stage, speak on a panel, be interviewed on a podcast, do a guest training? What are the actual thoughts that are coming up behind the fear? Right. So one of the things that I know comes up a lot and it's actually come up for me as well is, for example, as Latinas or as women of color, as people who have a different background and perhaps a different first uh, native tongue that's not English. Right. So anybody with potentially an accent or that speaks a different language, there's that fear of not coming off as professional or leader like because of the way that you sound or maybe even because of the way that you look. Right. It's not the traditional picture that we've been instilled in our minds as we were growing up of what it looks like to be super professional and successful. There's a lack of representation in the world, whether it's the real world, the online world still, unfortunately, of what successful people can look like in a fully diverse spectrum. So this comes up as a barrier where it's like you're dying to become more visible. You want to get more seen. You want to get your offers and your brand and your message out there to more people, to be able to support a lot more people through your skill set, through your knowledge and your power. But there's this thing where it's like, well, what if people don't actually see me as that expert? What if they don't see me as the leader that they would be able to trust in order to invest their money in to help them inside of their life and their business? So for me, typically that looks like stumbling through your words. I've actually dedicated an entire podcast episode about this, um, which has to do with the fact that I get very tongue twisted and it's a mix of the fact that I speak Spanish and the fact that I tend to think ahead with my words and what I want to say. So a lot of the times everything gets jumbled together. 
And sure, that makes me feel like I'm not professional enough. And that happens for a lot of other Latinas. It happens for a lot of a lot of other people who don't have English as a first language. So let's say that that is the fear, right? Like that's the um, situation slash what's happening behind the fear of, hey, I'm not professional or leader-like. So if it's stumbling through your words, now that we are very clear on what that is, we get to find a solution for that. So the solution in this case gets to be refining your speaking skills. So there's a lot of different things you can do for that. I'm going to share what I shared inside of the networking call this morning, which has to do with learning to pause in order to avoid the ums, the likes, and the stumbling through your words. A lot of the times we don't naturally think that we get to pause, right? Because typically the thoughts that are probably coming through your head, it's like, okay, I'm going to speak in front of X number of people. I'm going to be showing up as an expert. I'm going to be either teaching or just sharing some of my knowledge and my experience around this specific topic. So what naturally ends up happening is that we slip into this need, this feeling that we have to fill in the silence. We have to constantly talk say more, sound professional, sound impactful and super smart. And through that, we're putting a lot of pressure on us to continue to speak. As opposed to if we allow ourselves to pause in between different thoughts, even in the middle of a thought, totally okay. If you're losing track of the sentence and you kind of forgot what you were going to say next, or you're getting a little bit nervous, it is totally okay to slow down not try to speak as fast and not try to come up with the next thing that you have to say. So now when we're pausing, two things happen here. One, you're actually allowing yourself a moment to think, to breathe and relax. So instead of stumbling and getting nervous and starting to fill your speech, what you're saying with the ums and the likes and all the filler words and starting to stumble because you're getting so nervous, you allow yourself that second to think, okay, what is it that I wanted to say next? You allow yourself a chance to regroup and then you can continue with whatever it is that you were sharing in that moment. And if you do share an um and a like, let's just be clear, I'll probably touch about this uh, in a second, but that's not the end of the world, right? We're all human. We all speak in different ways and it doesn't have to mean anything. It doesn't have to mean that you're all of a sudden not professional. So allowing that pause allows you to think and to gather your thoughts. The second thing that tends to happen when you start to slow down and allow yourself those moments to pause is you're actually allowing people a moment to take what you just said in, right? Instead of having to follow your super rambly, quick thought process, it allows them to be like, oh, yes, what you just said was actually, I resonate with that. That's something I've been struggling with, or that's something that I deal with, I resonate with, I experience. So now you're allowing your content, what you're saying to be more impactful because you're giving people a moment for it to really sink in, for it to really make a difference and for them to be able to process everything that you're saying. So those are, it's just one simple thing that it's two birds, one stone in terms of how that allows you to become a stronger speaker. And it allows you to refine your speaking skills, which allows you to stumble less through your words and feel less nervous. Now, I do want to share something else, and it has to do with, hey, what if you do say um or like? What if you do stumble through your words? 
Above anything else, I want you to understand and start to subscribe to the belief that you get to just love yourself with your so-called flaws, with your quirks, with your stumblings, with your ums and your likes. There's nothing wrong with that. When you start to get more comfortable with those little so-called flaws, then you don't get in your head. Because when you do say, um, when you do get repetitive, when you do stumble, mess up, or forget what you were going to say next, you don't care. So instead of going into spiral mode and being like, holy fucking shit, I just messed up so bad. That was so embarrassing. And that feeding in more nervousness, more anxiety, and allowing you to essentially mess up even more, it just, you brush it off your shoulder. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? I said, um, three times. It's okay. No big deal. Like, nobody cares. The point, I'm not here to speak super eloquently to the point where I don't say um or like ever. No, that's not my goal here. My goal here is to share some point, some knowledge to help people in some way, shape, or form. And what if you get to help people and still use um and like? What if you get to have both, right? They get to coexist. You get to create impact while still sounding like a real human being, right? Not super polished, not fake, not super structured and poised and forced. Instead, you get to swear. You get to use filler words. You get to do all the things. You get your accent to shine through all the random words that you love to use in your day-to-day life. You get to use them in these moments when you show up to speak, when you're being this powerful, visible leader. You get to do it all. And this is exactly the kind of work that we do inside of the whole damn vibe mastermind. Like visibility is such a big focus. And what we're doing is we help you become so confident in your brand essence and your leadership in order to get your mission widely visible. Essentially, what we do is with clients, we're always working on brand embodiment, leadership, visibility, basically my overall zone of genius, so that you can finally lead with self-trust, knowing that you are enough. You're perfect in this moment. Everything that you believe in, everything that you want to do, your deeper mission, you are worthy of inviting yourselves into the rooms that you want to be a part of and you're worthy of sharing your mission and creating more impact in the world online real life i'm going to leave you with this right now it's actually okay to be afraid okay i know we're talking about uh uncovering the fear and what's happening behind the fear and trying to find solutions and trying to feel more confident and more worthy and all that stuff Of course, like those are great things to work through, but it's actually okay to be afraid to be seen. Like if I'm being perfectly honest, it never truly goes away. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again because I want you to really freaking believe me in this. It's not about not having the fear. I get nervous and anxious and butterflies almost, I want to say like 99% of the times that I'm prepping for an interview or some sort of speaking opportunity, okay? So it's not about not having the fear, but about knowing that what you want, what you deserve is worth moving through the fear to get to. Don't go yet because I have news. The doors to the whole damn vibe mastermind are opening so freaking soon. This program is for folks who are done with the hustle vibes and are ready to break the rules and lead with self-trust. We'll help you become so confident in your brand essence and leadership to get your mission widely visible by focusing on developing your skills around brand embodiment, 
leadership, and visibility. The mastermind include seven months of weekly masterminding, daily coaching, a curriculum with over 40 lessons, and custom challenges and workshops designed to help you expand and create your whole damn vibe lifestyle. What's the vibe? Finally, experiencing more ease in creating reach, revenue, and rest. Doors open on February 1st and will only be open for about three weeks. Those who join the waitlist and apply before February 7th will lock in $1,000 off the mastermind investment. Check the show notes to join the waitlist right now, and I can't wait to talk to you soon.